It's podcasting time. I'm Jonathan Isaacson, and this is Just Another Jerk, Dispatches from Japan. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe in the normal places people do that sort of a thing. You know the places. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, those sorts of places. It's time for a quick coronavirus update. There's not a whole lot new right now in Japan, so this one is going to be a fairly short one. I know that every time I say that, I end up with 15 or 20 minutes anyway, but I'm going to try to keep this one as brief as I can. So in the past week, the state of emergency declaration was extended to all of Japan. It had been only seven prefectures at first, but now it's the entire country. The overall number of confirmed cases continues to go up. More than 3,000 confirmed cases in Tokyo now, and about 12,200 or so cases confirmed nationally. There's still the issue of how many people are being tested, but that is beginning to change. Drive-through testing is being implemented in at least some places now, including here in Sendai, apparently. From what I've seen, Tohoku University Hospital will be... has started drive-through testing this week, so that's good. Uh, So, there is some progress being made to try to rein in the virus. The rate at which the number of confirmed cases in Tokyo doubling has slowed down. Uh, Before the state of emergency was declared, it was doubling every five days or so. And since the state of emergency was declared, it took about 11 days to double. So that's some progress. However, it's not enough. A lot of people aren't really taking the idea of social distancing very seriously, although that is now become a loanword into Japanese social distancing. Um, We keep seeing images on TV of people out running or walking in the park in Tokyo. Now, if it's a mostly empty park, sure, that actually sounds like a pretty good way to help keep some sense of normalcy during the pandemic. This is not an empty park that we keep seeing. The images we see are more or less a Tokyo park on a normal, not pandemic-y day. Runners in groups of four or five people passing right by other groups of four or five people. So just not what you want in these times. And people are still going out in large number to places outside of Tokyo, which I'm sure is frustrating to the people in those communities. While I'm sure the the business owners like all the customers coming, because they need money, but I'm sure they're also at the same time worried because Tokyo is by far the center of the epidemic here in Japan. I mean, Tokyo is always the center of everything in Japan, it's just this time that's not a good thing. And of course, without an enforceable stay-at-home order, people are not working from home. And that's not to put the blame on the employees. I mean, they really don't have much to much say in it. The blame mostly, if not entirely, rests with the companies. As I mentioned in the regular episode about non-high-tech Japan, uh, go back episode 9, check it out, Japan really isn't set up for workers to telecommute. Most companies, even large ones, don't really have the systems in place to let people work from home easily. There have been several good articles about the issue. I think there was a good one in the New York Times. I forget the other ones I've seen, but I've seen several being shared by my Japan-connected friends and and, uh, other folks 
with some connection here to Japan. So if you go look new, look at the news about Japan, you'll probably come across some of those articles. And one thing that is preventing people from working from home is the hanko system, something I did talk at least a little bit about specifically in episode 9. So your hanko is your personal seal, and it functions more or less the way a signature does in places like the U.S. and Europe and a lot of the world, I imagine. And in Japan, you often have to physically stamp your documents with your hanko to make them official. Electronic hankos just aren't a a widespread thing here, the way electronic signatures have become in other parts of the world. More and more, I see this issue of the hankos being addressed on TV news. Uh, There was a report a night or two ago, I I think it was on NHK, it might have been on another broadcaster, but they were talking about a company that does use electronic hankos. And that's great, because that means they can stamp things from their home, and it still counts as official. The problem is that they are one of the few companies that does use these electronic hankos. So for internal documents, there's no problem, right? People can use their electronic hanko to stamp paperwork if it's staying entirely within the company. No, no, no big deals there. They can do that from home. The problem comes up when there's a second company involved in the transaction. And in that case, a physical hanko becomes necessary. So someone has got to head into the office to stamp that paperwork and then pass it on to the other company. So that's another problem that Japan is trying to deal with right now. And while it would be awful if this pandemic stretches into 2021, though that is a very real possibility right now, one sliver of a silver lining to this whole thing might be that it forces Japan to modernize some things, like the Hanko system. Now, I will readily admit that I like my Hanko. It's kind of cool and even a little bit fun. I mean, I don't think fun's the right word, but I I, I kind of like it, you know, as someone who didn't grow up with the system. Yes, you, you have your little stamp, it's got red ink, it makes it look very official. I kind of like that. But it can also be a real pain in the keister, you know, especially when you've got to go back into the office when you weren't planning to, to deal with something because you didn't have your hanko with you. So this maybe is a chance for Japan to work on modernizing some things like that. It's also maybe a chance to work on modernizing some of the school infrastructure, make it more in line with other major economies in terms of computing capabilities for schools and the like. Again, these are tiny, tiny silver silver lining, you know, slivers, you know, potential silver lining slivers to come out of this gigantic worldwide mess that is happening now. Will Japan make these kinds of changes? I mean, if I'm being honest, I kind of doubt it, but at least I can hope, right? And Sendai, Miyagi as a whole, we continue to see small increases in the number of confirmed cases. There was a bit of a jump late last week, mostly connected to the young woman who was uh, working as an English teacher at a, some like a daycare preschool place, as well as an English conversation school. I think everyone connected to those two facilities, all the students, all the other teachers were tested, and a bunch of those people did test positive for the virus. So we had a little little spike there at the end of last week, but. Since the weekend, 
There have only been a couple of newly confirmed cases. Um, Sendai Station continues to be fairly quiet. Uh, there's not a lot. Most of the businesses around there, the stores, the shopping areas are closed right now. So there's not a lot of reason to go to downtown Sendai uh, unless you do have to go for work. Um, but most of the pictures, most of the video images we've seen on TV show Sendai Station to be very quiet right now. Uh, my university is continuing to prepare for classes to begin online in mid-May. So I'm still working and recording from home. And I'm learning a lot about some various remote technologies that I didn't either know about yet or just never had never used yet. So I'm doing pretty well to make the best of my time. And I'm going to end it there for today. See, I managed to keep it fairly short, just like I promised. So please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you will get automatic updates in your favorite podcasty machine thingy or your phone. I mean, you're probably listening to this on your phone unless you're my mother. She very well might be listening on her computer. So hi, mama. Uh, Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, other podcasty places. Please subscribe, rate, review, program a thousand bots to do the same. Uh, Steal phones, subscribe, and then return the phones without the owner even realizing it was missing. Well, help out the show, whatever you can do. And please note, I don't actually condone stealing, but anything short of that to help out the show, please do it. And on that note, I'm out. Peace. Peace.